Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We would love to connect with you today for listening to our podcast. Please fill out a connect card on our website at c3naz.net. You can also support the ministries of Cross Community by giving online on our website. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. Take them however you get them, electronic or in book form, and let's find our way to Acts chapter 13. We begin a brand new series that's going to last, I know it says 21 days, but uh, we're going to hear a little bit more about this prayer and fasting today, and today is going to be a lot of setting things up, but I want to read this to you this morning, Acts chapter 13, and we'll read verses 1 through 3. Hear the word of the Lord this morning. Now, in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, a member of the court of Herod the ruler, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. This is the word of God for the people of God, both here and online. And our response is, thanks be to God. I'm excited about this series. I hope that you are. Uh, It can seem maybe a little daunting at first to think about 21 days and where we're going to do and what does this mean. And if you're brand new with us or new to faith or new to the church or you're checking us out online, you may not even know what some of these things are. And that's okay. This is a beautiful time to start. A beautiful time to be a part and hear what God is calling us to and calling you to right here. And so I hope you'll plan to be a part of each week as we go through this series together. Now, we will start the 21 days, not today, but next Sunday, January 15th, 2023, we will start the 21 days of prayer and fasting. And this week, so we're, this week we're going to get ready. We'll pray some and we will get ready all throughout this week for what we hope God will do in and among us and in your life, in your family's life, in your neighborhoods through this 21 days of praying and fasting together as a congregation. So we'll be working on three areas. I know praying and fasting, that's in the title, but we will also be reading scripture together. And so I want us to take just a moment, and I've got my little printed out version uh, of a resource that we're going to use together. And I want you to know if you're a part of the church and, and you do things electronically, this resource has been emailed to you. should be in your inbox either right now or it will be right after the service. Um, if you are new and we don't have your email, email, go to our website and you can contact the church office through there. We'll get one to you. Now, if you're not an email person or a tech person or any of those kinds of things and you need a printed one, we have some at the Welcome Center right after this. And somebody can take my copy if they need to because I can get more. Uh, 
But we want you to have this. It's just going to be a good resource as we go through. And one of the things that it's going to have is our reading list. We're going to be reading Scripture together, selected passages that will be there. When can we do this? You can do this any time that it's convenient for you to read Scripture. For some of you, you're morning people, you just love the mornings, you get up early, and that's your time, your quiet time. You can read then. For some of you, maybe it's at lunch. You go out to your car, you eat your lunch really quick, or or you have a break room that's semi-private, and and you're just going to take that time. To read scripture in that moment. Now what you have here in this packet, is, or online, if it's been emailed to you, is a 50-day reading guide. You're probably saying, like I was, I thought it was 21 days. It's okay. Maybe some of you want to double up. You want to read Old Testament in the morning, New Testament at night. You can do that. Or you're just going to get into the habit after 21 days. And guess what? You're just going to want to keep on going. You're going to find that you enjoy this time of reading Scripture, and you're just going to keep on going. Or you can choose. If you love and you read the Old Testament a lot, the Hebrew Scriptures, maybe it's time for you to switch over and just read the New Testament, the 25 days in the New Testament. Or if you are like most Christians, you read a lot of the New Testament, but you haven't ever journeyed into some of the Old Testament passages, maybe you want to switch it up, and for 25 days... Uh, you will read those Old Testament passages together. However you choose to do it, I want to give you just a little bit of guidance. So you may want to write some of this down. How are we going to do this? We're going to pray. When it, This is just reading your scriptures. You're going to pray, read, and journal. Pray, read, and journal. So pray before you read any word of scripture. You're going to pray and ask that God will speak to you through what you're about to read. And then expect that God will do that. That God will use the scriptures as he's used through generations for centuries and millennia to speak to men and women. Yes, to teenagers and even to boys and girls. Pray that God would speak and expect that God will speak to you through the scriptures. Then Do some reading. But I want you to do it in a specific way. Read actively. Underline. It's okay. You can underline in your Bible. You can highlight. Maybe some of you are highlighters. Just go ahead and highlight what you're reading or what jumps out at you. Or if there's a a question you have, you can write it in the margins or write it in a journal. Whatever you do, just don't rush through this. Each passage you can read in just a couple of minutes. And so I want to encourage you. To read actively. So you're going to pray, ask God to speak, expect that God will speak, and then do your reading for that day. Underlining, jotting down. Don't rush. If you have questions, write them down. Whatever is there. If, you, if you're confused by something, write that down. And then close your Bible, open a journal or a piece of paper or a notebook, and just write down a few thoughts that you received from reading the scripture or any intuitions that maybe you have about how this applies to your life today or to our world or the world around you or any situations that you might be going through in your family or at work or at school. This is how God speaks to us through 
the scriptures. And we're going to do this together. I think it's going to be an exciting journey and a lot of fun to be a part of. And don't hesitate to share what you're learning with your your spouse, your friends, your colleagues, other church folks. If you're in a small group, you can be a part of that. This is this is what we're going to do together. Then next Sunday we will start our 21 days of prayer. And we're going to, each week, be praying specifically about a theme for the week. The first week, we're going to be praying that God would give us a heart for your house. That's your prayer. God, give me a heart for your house. Now, that's just not, God, you know, wake me up on Sunday so I can go to church. I mean, if you do that, that's great. That's wonderful. That's part of it. But give us a heart for what you want to accomplish in the world, through your house, through your church, through the place where you dwell in us. We'll be praying that week one. Week two, we'll be praying that God will fill, fill your house, God. There are empty seats all throughout here, and guess what? There are more hours on a Sunday, so if all of these get filled up, we can start another service. And we want to pray that God would fill that up together, because we want to see people coming to know Jesus as Savior. And so we're going to be intentionally praying this prayer, that between now and Easter Sunday, God would fill His house with hungry people who are in need of His love and His grace, His mercy and compassion. I think that's going to be an exciting week of prayer. And then week three, we are going to pray that God will wake us up. You may think, well, I'm awake, I'm here, I had my cup of coffee. I'm not talking about alertness. I'm talking about waking us up deep in the core of our spirit so that we can live fully connected to God and fully connected to one another, that we might go out and serve and love our community, that we would be the church awake, on fire, and ready to do whatever He calls us to. It's going to be an exciting 21 days, and I hope you'll join us for each and every one. We'll talk more about prayer in the weeks to come. That's going to be an exciting part. But today, I want to tackle the scariest part of 21 days of prayer and fasting. And that has to be fasting. Thinking about fasting. Now, there's going to be some resources and some thoughts about prayer or about fasting in your resource guide. You can look at that a little bit later. But today, I want us to look at fasting. So if you're brand new to all of this, you may be saying, what is fasting? Although it's pretty hard nowadays because there's a great diet plan called intermediate fasting. and You just take breaks from food and, you know, you lose weight and you get sculpted. You know, I don't know, you get a six pack or whatever. (laughs) But I want you to know that when we talk about fasting from a biblical perspective, it is not a diet. You may lose some weight. That's fine. That might be an added benefit, but it is not about diet. I also want you to know, if you've been around the church for a while, I know I grew up with this understanding that it seemed like fasting was about twisting God's arm to do something I wanted God to do. I want you to know it's not about that either. God is not a genie in a bottle that we, you know, do something, say the right word, uh, you know, fast. I'm going to give up food so that you can give me, you know, a new job. Or a new car or something. This is something different. 
And I want, I want us to jump into, I think our passage teaches us a little bit about this. I want you to know that the Greek word for fasting is the word nestus. Can we say that word together? Ready? One, two, three. Nestus. Let's say it one more time. One, two, three. Nestus. And one more time for the Trinity. And because it's a 2023, not 2022, let's say it again. One, two, three. Nestus. And I know you're going to be surprised by this and gain such wisdom from knowing that the word nestus means to abstain from food. (laughs) That's what fasting is. It's abstaining from food. However, it is very appropriate and it's okay to understand that not all fasts are about food. Because I realize that, that some of us have medical reasons that would not allow us to go without food or, or water for an extended period of time. Surely not 21 days. And before you would talk about not eating anything for 21 days, you need to consult with your doctor. You need to make sure you're healthy to do something like that. God is not asking you to emaciate yourself for this purpose. And I, We'll get into this. I, I want you to understand that. Not all fasts have to be about food. You can fast by letting go of maybe one meal a day. Or maybe you want to give up some uh, item of food. You know, maybe it's the coffee. Maybe it's uh, diet sodas or regular sodas. Maybe it's chocolate. Maybe, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you're just kind of have this understanding. Maybe this is something I need to give up for a while. Maybe it's electronics. Wow, that's hard in our day and age, isn't it? Maybe it's music. Maybe it's, you know, having some time of quiet and you're just going to take a fast from music or something along those lines. Maybe it's social media. Boy, could we all use a fast from social media. Or maybe it's news media that I just fill every waking moment, every empty moment with somebody's news opinion. Maybe it's time to to get by this and let this go for this 21 days. I want you to hear this. Fasting is about temporarily letting go of something in order to move closer to Jesus. Let me say that again. Fasting is about temporarily letting go of something in order to move closer to Jesus. So you can let go of something that maybe you just feel like it kind of has a hold on you and you want to let go of that in order to move closer to Jesus. It may be a negative thing. It may be a positive thing. It may be something that's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with social media. There's nothing wrong with getting the news. There's nothing wrong with music or chocolate or coffee or whatever it is. Uh, There's nothing wrong with food. But you're just temporarily laying it aside in order to intentionally, purposefully move closer to Jesus. That's what fasting is really about. Why is fasting important? That might be your next question. Why is it so important? Well, most importantly, because Jesus assumes that we're going to do it. I want, to, I want you to hear this from Matthew 6, 16. This is, these are Jesus' words. He's talking to his disciples. He says, when you fast. He doesn't say, if you fast. He says, when you fast. And then he gives some direct guidelines of how you should fast when you do it. Not if you do it, but when you do it, this is how you should do it. You should not look somber as the play actors, or the Greek word is hypocrites, uh, do. For they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. They're looking for the attention. Jesus says, don't do that. But he does assume 
that you and I, if we are his followers and are intent in moving closer to him, that we will spend some time letting go of things in order to move closer to Jesus. That's important. That's what we're going to be doing over the next 21 days. But I believe in my time that I have, uh, the times that I have participated in fast, whether corporately or individually, I have found a couple of things, and I believe that our scripture today points this out. The first thing is that fasting helps us listen to the Holy Spirit. Let's read this, this verse 2 together. While they were worshiping the Lord and what? Fasting. The Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So it wasn't just they were singing praise songs. In fact, the Greek word they're used for worship is actually more about they were serving the Lord. Now, that is, you know, it could have been through music. That could have been through uh, helping others. That could have been through reading together. They were serving the Lord, but they were fasting. And while they were doing and participating in these two things, they heard the Holy Spirit say, set apart Barnabas and Saul. They, they were able to hear, they were able to hear that this was what the Holy Spirit was saying to the church in Antioch. There was something about worshiping, serving the Lord, and fasting that opened their ears to be able to hear what the Holy Spirit was saying. I remember reading this story when I was still living in the UK. And this was a story about Jerome Bartons. Now at the time, Jerome was 11 years old. And Jerome had been diagnosed with deafness in his right ear at the age of two. All of a sudden it just came on. He didn't know what was happening. His dad and mom took them to doctors. They couldn't figure it out. And he was eventually diagnosed with deafness in his right ear. That, that caused a lot of... He had to do things differently. He had to listen to the music louder. He had to listen to the television louder. If someone was talking on this side of him, he would have to position his body so that he could hear them. The teachers, he would have to select the right desk to sit on this side of the classroom so his left ear would be towards the teacher. There were all these things that he had done. And this went on from the age of two until he was 11 years old. And then he was at his church in Wales... And they were playing pool in the youth hall. And there was something when they broke the, the, what do they call that? When you do the break, I guess that's what you call it. Something popped. And he heard a pop in his right ear. And he reached up, this might sound a little gross, and pulled out a swab of cotton. And from that moment on, he was able to hear. Everything changed for him because he was now able to hear out of both ears. And his world was turned upside down. And his dad wanted to find out why the doctors hadn't found that that, uh, swab of cotton. But evidently, they think a Q-tip part broke off a little bit when he was young. And it just grew and things grew around it. But once it was moved, everything changed and he could hear Fasting, God uses fasting as that pop, 
that removes the cotton from our spiritual ears so that we can begin to hear the Holy Spirit's voice as we set something aside temporarily that we might move closer to the one who gave his life for us. This is a part of what fasting is about. Fasting helps us listen to the Holy Spirit's voice. Number two, I believe that fasting helps launch us into the world as a group of people. Acts 13.3, let's read this together. So they, again, they had what? Fasted and prayed. They placed their hands on them and sent them off. So they were serving the Lord and fasting, and they heard the instruction. Then they fasted more and prayed, and they placed their hands. They did what the Holy Spirit had asked them. They they took Barnabas, they took Saul, they laid their hands on them, and sent them off. They let them go. They knew what to do, and then they launched these two guys out. And where did they go? If you read the next chapters, you'll see they went to Cyprus. They went to Sidian. They went to Iconium, to Lystra, to Derby, And they went out to another city called Antioch. And then they came all the way back and they encouraged all those believers all the way back. In other words, they were launched out into the unfamiliar. They weren't in their country. They weren't uh, in their city. They weren't where they were comfortable. They went out and God did amazing things among them to where this good news about this Jesus began to leave even the Jewish communities and non-Jewish people began to place their trust in Jesus and they came back to their Antioch with incredible news because they had heard what the Holy Spirit was saying through fasting and then in fasting they were launched out and God did incredible things through them. That just sounds like fun, doesn't it? Like, I want that. I want to be able to hear what God is calling me to do, calling us to do as a church. And I want to be launched. I want to go out. I want to see what God wants to do. So why is fasting so difficult? I believe that really fasting is difficult because our focus is often in the wrong place. We often focus on what we're giving up. I mean, honestly, on day two, you'll be saying, oh, I can't wait till day 22 so I can get my coffee or my chocolate or check my feed, whatever it might be. We focus on what I'm giving up or, or we talk about it. Typically, we fast during the season of Lent and, you know, we, we share what we're, I gave up coffee, I gave up chocolate, I gave up whatever. But we focus on the thing we're giving up. But I want you to hear this today, church and church online. I want you to know that fasting is not about giving up. Fasting is about opening up. It is about opening your eyes to see Jesus. It is about opening your ears to hear Jesus. It's about opening your heart to experience Jesus. It's about opening your hands to serve Jesus' world. It is about opening your life to the fullness of the Holy Spirit that He longs to pour out in power and authority and grace and strength in your and my everyday life. Fasting is not about giving up. It's about opening up. And that's where we're going to place our focus as we fast. 
Giving up something is meant to be a symbol of your willingness to allow Jesus to open your life to whatever Jesus has for you. And I would also say, and what Jesus has for us as a congregation. Are we ready for this? I hope that this is now you've moved from a little bit of anxiety about, oh, 21 days of prayer and fasting to to begin to see and build some excitement. Wow, what will God do? What will Jesus do? What will the Holy Spirit call us to over these 21 days as we read together, as we pray together? And yes, as we fast together. As we lay something aside to move closer to Him. To not focus on what we're giving up, but to focus on Jesus opening us up. To be able to say, come again. Come again. I'm open. I'm open. I'm ready. Come and move among us. This is why we're beginning 2023 with 21 days of prayer and fasting Because, folks, we are called to be a listening church. And we are called to be a launched church out into our communities. Remember our mission statement, Cross Community Church, is committed to helping people find and follow Jesus by seeking and serving others. This is our call together. I believe that Jesus wants to do amazing things among us like He did with Paul and Barnabas long ago. He wants to do that here in 2023. And maybe we won't go to Phrygia and Antioch and Illyrium and Derby and all those places, but maybe we'll go to Parchments and maybe we'll go to Matawan and maybe we'll go to St. Joe and maybe we'll go to Vicksburg and maybe we'll go to Battle Creek. But we'll see what God longing to do here as we set aside intentional time and set aside intentional things in order to move closer to Jesus. Are you ready? Will you join with Jesus in this partnership as we move out into 2023? Will you join us? Because we're not just doing this as an individual. We're going to do this together. And I believe we'll see powerful things. So what can you do this week? Make sure and open up your, uh, your little resource here. Make sure you have that. You can read through that. Get ready. And then, specifically, I'm calling us this week to ask Jesus in prayer, what can I give up as a symbol of my willingness to open up to you? Jesus. I'm going to invite you to pray that this week. Some of you already know. You just know, I I know this is what I've got to do. For some of you, it might not come until 1059 next Sunday. But I'm telling you, if you pray this prayer, you will get a sense. God will help you to understand this is what I'm called to lay aside for 21 days that I might grow closer to Jesus. Would you bow your heads? Pray with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for the story of your church so long ago. I pray that it has opened something up in us that we might not fear this call to fast. I pray that you would 
bring something to each of our minds and each of our brothers and sisters who are online. May we not be able to get away from it this week. As we think about what can we lay aside for these 21 days in order to intentionally draw closer to you. As we do this, as we move into this rhythm, into this cycle, I pray, Father, that we would, just like that young man, we would have whatever is stopping up our ears removed that we might hear your Spirit's instructions and call. We might hear our Savior declaring his love for us and for this world. And then, would you give us the courage to launch out from this building, to begin to pray that we would have a heart like your heart that established this church, this house. May we be launched out so that we could see your house full of hurting and broken lives that you can restore and heal. Would you wake us up as a congregation, not just going through the motions and the rhythms, but but to really, truly be launched awake and alert to what you're calling us to. For we pray and we ask all of these things in Jesus' great name. And everyone here and online said, Amen. Would you stand and receive this blessing? As you go, I pray that you will go encouraged, knowing that Jesus is waiting. That the Holy Spirit is longing to give you a symbol to lay aside. I pray that you will anticipate Him speaking to you through the Scripture. That our times of prayer will lead us out. I pray that in these next weeks, you will hear His voice and we will be launched out together. For I pray and bless you and send you out in the name of the Father who is for us, in the name of the Son who is with us, and in the name of the Holy Spirit who is in us. One God forever and ever. Amen. Go in His name. Go in His peace. God bless you. Thanks for joining us online. We'll see you next week. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week. Thank you.